hello everybody and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in tomb of annihilation part six of our gunpowder fantasy run today is may 3rd 2020 and you are loved that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers at the beginning of each and every single one of our games if this is your first time hearing that message from us specifically or if you just want to see more of what we do consider going to youtube.com slash indoor adventures where you can find a plethora of vods we have several games that we've already played the entirety of the way through so if you are interested in seeing how crews like these individuals have gone through things like Curse of Strahd, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, or even several of the other one-shots that we have, YouTube's a good place to check that out. Unless you are an audio-oriented individual, consider going towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. And speaking of things being made available for free, the after show that we like to do called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other, is currently being made available for free on our Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can find an entire catalog of after shows where we answer questions like I said previously. But if you already support us uh, on all of these avenues and are looking for another way, consider then going to indooradventure.redbubble.com where you can get all sorts of sweet merch. We got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got throw pillows, we got tank tops, crop tops, booty shorts maybe. I don't know if we actually have booty shorts. I think sweat, no, basketball shorts maybe. You can get all sorts of stuff there. It's really cool. Go and give it a look-see. Uh, but other than that, that is it for my spiel. So, hey, RJ, who are you playing today? Hey, everybody. I'm RJ, and I'll be playing Hassan, the Yuan-Ti Druid Cleric. And it's you, Danae. Oh, shoot. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm Danae. Um, and I'm going to be playing as Baz, the Drow Rogue. And I am the indoor adventurer, and I shall be playing as Teshvale, the Mock of Shadow Elven Paladin. Uh, and Danae's gone, just booted. Uh, but hey, uh, you'll also notice, probably, uh, that another one of our dear friends, LB Hackamup, uh, who often plays Rin Rin on this show, at least on Sundays, is going to... Baz is back, is going to be joining us a little bit later. So, uh, yeah, that's why we only have our three-player setup right now. I was going to go into, like, hi, I'm LB Hackamuff. I'm going to be playing Rin Rin. <laughs> I'm playing Rin Rin, the so tabaxi cute. monk. Uh, and I'm Tyler, and I will be your DM. Last time, Teshvale's troublesome travelers departed Oralanga. Next up, Firefinger. On the way, a terrifying Tyrannosaurus spotted the party, and they narrowly avoided its wrath. Despite some setbacks and being set upon by undead flower zombies, they near Fort Vengeance. What further complications will our heroes face? Find out this time in the Indoor Adventure Presents the Doom of Annihilation. Um, like I said, last time we ended with a fight. Uh, during the night, um, there was a moaning and shumbling, shuffling as multiple uh, humanoids uh, exited the, the forest and attacked your camp. Uh, upon uh, 
close combat with them, you notice that they have, were covered in, in vines and uh, some of them had a yellow flower growing out of their heads. Uh, and they were tough to deal with, not because they were uh, too much, uh, did too much damage to you guys, but because they could take a big wallop. Um, and we pick up at the end of that fight, your long rest was interrupted. Uh, roll a medicine check for the autopsy. Right. And of course you are immediately, uh, beginning your autopsy. So go ahead. And 23. Sorry. Okay. Was that a 23? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, they're all humans, uh, of multiple races. Uh, only like one or two are Cholten. The rest are from some other ethnicity on the mainland. Um, they are dressed in garbs of the Order of the Gauntlet, and upon your autopsy, you uh, see that this this flower um, has pretty much enveloped the brain, um, and I think you uh, learn that the they they didn't they weren't killed and then raised; they were transformed before they died. At least uh, some of them. Others, you know, uh, were killed at some point. But you found that interesting about one or two of them. I think uh, Hassan is, like, fiddling with one of their heads. And, like, throws it over to Baz to catch. <laughs> Mazel tov, it's a boy. Oh, well, what do you know it is? Uh, it looks like these flowers were... There's a certain gestation period before they take over. He's fiddling with the flower and then he stops and then just kind of holds it away from him. <laughs> so that means these zombies were infected pre-death. Uh, I see. Uh, you didn't think to hold on to this for any reason, or...? No. I just wanted to mess with you, Baz. <laughs> Donk. Drops it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure at this point, Rin Rin uh, mentions that uh, it's it's annoying that they interrupted her sleep. She feels so tired and she, she's going to crawl back up into the tree and get some shut-eye. And then uh, this oh, happened yeah. four days after we met with Saja Nabaza? That is correct okay. by my count. We're on day 12 now? Right. We are on standby day fifteen total. Holy shit! Okay. You did get a slight hang up uh, a day and a half ago when your guide accidentally went the wrong way. Right. And you also missed a day because you guys all had to go went into the uh, the temple. Okay. Um, and then. Uh, I think that Tesh would be going to look at the armor. You said uh, that these were from Camp Vengeance and Camp Righteous. Uh, it they're 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 both of the same order, okay. so they're all wearing the same same uh, regalia. Gotcha. Would would I recognize these individuals? Uh, go ahead, roll a history check. Hey, that's not bad. Let's see it. Um, a 13. 
13. Um, they're face, I wouldn't say decomposed, but kind of distended from the presence of the these vines on them. Um, I think you recognize maybe one face. Okay. Um, just from passing, you, you probably don't even remember a name. Uh, just somebody that you, you likely saw at Camp Righteous while you were there. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think that Tash is just going to start getting the bodies together for us to burn. Okay. That sounds good. Um, I will say you do this. Uh, it is just about midnight. Um, you all have dark vision, so you don't really care about how dark it is. And would you like to... I guess restart your long rest from here so you can gain the benefits from a long rest. Yeah. Uh yeah. Rin Rin was on first watch, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh no, Rin Rin just sleeps through the night. It's uh Tesh and Baz that share the watch. Uh alternating when they trance. Okay. Sounds good. Um and then Tesh has to to trance without his armor on, correct? Yeah. Because chainmail is clonky. It is quite clonky. That's okay, though. Uh, so from there, I'll say uh, you guys uh, spend the rest of the night. Uh, you benefit from a long rest. Um, however, comma, it's uh, a little into mid-morning by the time that you uh, pack up camp and begin to go. Um, and as you get going, your guide will roll her... Survival check to make sure you're going the right way, which she does, um, and you continue. Uh, I know the two of you, Baz and Hassan and Rinrin and Azaka as well, uh, remember leaving Camp Vengeance, uh, and you know that you walked through about a little while, not, not a little while, but uh, a decent distance away from the camp before you came into the forest. Um, as you spend morning and uh, the beginning of the afternoon uh, and close in on the camp around late afternoon, you realize there has been actually a significant amount of uh, uh, progress in cutting down some more trees. And you actually run into several uh, members of the Order of the Gauntlet out uh, in the forest uh, at the edge of the clearing, cutting down some more trees. Um, and as you guys are approaching, uh, one of the... Uh, Guards, uh, a rifle strapped over his back, waves at you guys. <laughs> Do you know these I... people? These are Order of the Gauntlet. Are the assholes? No. Yes. No, that's the Flaming Fist. That's the Flaming asshole. Fist. Yes. God damn it! All these hands. Yeah, there's too many hands. Uh, or Order of the Gauntlet. <laughs> terrible order the gauntlets um are the ones that uh occupy camp vengeance who camp vengeance. you helped undrill uh travel down to camp vengeance when you first arrived um and this guy will wave you down uh and as you approach uh he hi oh you guys uh or at least a few of you you've been here recently right Yes, we helped some of your wounded on our last visit here. Right. 
I wouldn't forget a friendly face, he says, smiling at you, uh, Hassan. Um, how, uh, how are, how's the, uh, traveling been? Wet, muddy, we've seen some of your compatriots out in the fall jungle. Have you? They were less than accommodating. I'm taking that to mean they are no longer with us. No. He, you know, wipes his brow. I was afraid of that. Ah, I'm going to have to go tell the commander, and he's not going to like that. Um, will you guys be stopping in the camp? You brought that sergeant. Well, I guess I should say lieutenant now. Uh, she probably wants to see you. Yes, I would also like to speak with your camp doctor about the status in which we found your friends. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I, if you don't mind bringing the message over there, uh, I, I've got to watch these guys. Subtle nod. Uh, and he will continue, uh, or the, the lot of them will continue with their, their activities, chopping down some trees, stripping them, doing work to bring back lumber. I think Tesh would probably join Hassan. Or actually... Yeah, yeah he'd join Hassan. Just in going talking to the doctor? Uh, seeing the med tents. Seeing if anybody is like poisoned or diseased. Right. I got some lay on uh, hands that I can throw around. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you do. Go ahead. Sir, uh, I would have told the group that maybe we'll. What time is it? Like midday? It is late afternoon by the time you reach here. Probably tell the group that we will be resting in here for the time being. It would be nice to sleep without having to worry about everything. And as you guys recalled, uh, they did have sleeping accommodations available for visitors. Um, the driest of which were literally at the base of the uh, the fort, uh, like towers. I say towers pretty loosely; they're about like twenty something feet up. But the tents that they have available are in poor shape, as far as comfort goes. Um, when you arrive at the fort, uh, a familiar face, the same. Um, guard that captain of the guard that uh, met you last time uh, sees you and has the uh, the gate opened for you. Um, Hassan and Tesh uh, go straight to the med tents um, where the main cleric uh, sorry main cleric slash acolyte uh, sister Sias uh, C-Y-A-S uh, is tending to some more wounded uh, a little less than last time that uh, you were here Hassan but you see the same conditions people suffering from uh, different diseases or infections um, there's uh, let's say whereas last time there was about a half dozen to a dozen uh, there is less than a half dozen this time, but still in a similar state. 
Um, I'm assuming Rinrin uh, goes and finds Undril. What would you like to do, guys? Just keep everybody within sight as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, he will take a little bit of time alone, I think. Um, just go and sit outside of the medical tents uh, and get out his mask, um, which is made out of abalone, um, which I have learned is a type of seashell um, that is like dull on the top and then you turn it upside down. It's like a geode where it's all shiny and iridescent in the, uh, in the, on the inside. And that's really cool when you think about it in uh, terms of a mask. Uh, anyway, this mask is carved um, to resemble like a flat faced lizard with a big toothy grin. Um, and just kind of like an out of character thing. Um, there's a scene where he's examining the inside of this mask. And while the outside is carved to look like this face, uh, there are numbers that are inscribed on the inside of the mask and they look like dates. And he's just kind of looking at those and uh, rubbing his finger over them. Uh, I think that most of them have a line drawn through them and he will get out a knife and the most recent number he's going to uh, run his knife through and draw a line across it as well. All right. Um, Azaka is going to, again, hang out with the uh, other tribal warriors that are, are uh, helping out these guys. And uh, I'm sure a scene with Rinrin and Nandril will be like, oh, Sergeant Nandril, it's so good to see you. I'm Rinrin. It's, uh, you're my friend. Nandril <laughs> uh, will be like, oh, Rinrin, it's so nice to see you again, too. I'm actually not a sergeant anymore. I got field promoted. Um, Speaking of which, I could use your help. And Renan will be like, ah, oh, I could always help a friend. And they hug and kiss. I love it's helping friends. <laughs> <laughs> they're kissing their mare. Wow. Okay. No, they, they're not. <laughs> it's the um, jungle, baby. It's, it's a reference to something else. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, that's just, I. you know, most people these days only speak in references. Um, so at the uh, medical tents, what are you guys doing? You said that there was less than a half dozen? Yeah. Uh I mean if there are if there are four of them five 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 everyone just, is cured of Oh yeah, just go through and be and just like blessings of Kyber upon you, friend. May the dragon uh, of the deep watch over you. <laughs> um these most of these uh soldiers or uh especially the clerics here are more ascribed to Torm. Um, so they will eye you strangely uh, with your blessings, but uh, Sister Sias will uh, thank you very much. Uh, well, you're just a, a sweet pea, aren't you? Oh, I try to be. Well, thank you. I swear, uh, just, you know, th these guys have been, uh, you you've done a great job here, but it's, it's almost every other day we're getting more people coming down with some disease or some sickness that I just, we, we just aren't able to deal with. Mm. That's understandable. But I believe that at least in doing this, you'll have a fresh starting point. Much obliged. <laughs> and... Teshville will like kind of nod. He doesn't 
he's gonna leave the actual talking to the to sister Sias. Yeah, he'll leave that to Hassan. He doesn't know these people. He just saw the sick and injured and was like, "I could help them." Um, retroactively, were there any identifiers on the people in the jungle that we burned, like uh, badge IDs? Uh, I'd say people like wear name tags or like dog tags or something. Uh, Snip those off. Yeah. Uh, Sister Sias. Yes, dear. Could you tell me anything about these people? And he'll slide the dog tags across. Uh, and she'll, you know, take the the dog tags and open like a book of medical records and just uh, eye them down, cross out a few names. Well, at least we know. Where did you find these? They assaulted us in the jungle. They were infected with some sort of flower. Flower, you say? I believe the flower was... Well, this parasite was implanted on them while they were still alive. Might have taken them over. I know we've been sending out patrols, and uh, I think some of these match up with one of the patrols here. Uh, she flips through the that the medical records, checks off all the names, and then she like pulls down out like a like helpful guide to the flora and fauna of Chult uh, book. You said flower, flower, and then she gets to a page. Um, yep, this here, yellow musk creeper, infectious type of plant uh, has uh, a charm and scent to it. Yeah, I think that matches your description. If any of the soldiers here have the same symptoms as the last known well, person, we should probably quarantine them for the time being. Well, I'll look out for it now that we know that uh, this here plant is out there. Yeah, just one more thing to worry about, isn't it? Tesrael, remind me to tell Rinrin not to stop and smell the proverbial roses. I will be sure to do so. And speaking of such... Boop. 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 It's Rinrin! Rinrin! Hi! Oh, she's not here yet. Hold she's on. not here yet. Nice. I saw that. What? what? Your impersonation of Rin Rin? I have no idea what it you're talking about. It was uncanny. You couldn't <laughs> well, even tell. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and then they're kissing and now they're married. Yeah. Congratulations on your new life. No. Uh, you guys are now at Camp Vengeance. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Undril, you remember the half-orc, half-dwarf uh, Order of the Gauntlet member uh, met you there yep. um, and was asking for your help. Yeah. Uh, and also, she's Lieutenant Undril now. She got field promoted. Okay. Sh- sh- um, is the- are we jumping into this scene right this second? <laughs> we don't need to. Oh, no, it's okay. I just <laughs> So, so what, what are they asking for my help in? 
Um, well, she, uh, when you guys are let in, she's kind of right out in front, waiting outside of the command tent. Uh, and seeing you, she immediately runs up and is like, Rin Rin, it's so nice to see you again. Oh, you want to redo this scene? I thought, I mean, it was fine last time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's so good to see you. See, that's that's what I was looking for. Was that. <laughs> now that we have that out of the way. Um, so uh, so the, the thing that I need help with is we are going to have a, a meeting here actually pretty soon. I know it's late, but uh, I'm trying to, to convince the commander um, that we can't stay here. And since you were such did such a good job at talking to him last time, I was hoping I could get some help from you. Of course, yeah, Nathan is very, very good person. He seemed to be understanding. That's that's fantastic. Um, and she leads you to the command tents. Um, I think that the other two are doing their medical rounds at this time. Um, so unless Baz wants to go in with Rin Rin, I think it's just her and the uh, the command staff. Cool. Um, Rin Rin, you are led, in, led into the tent by Undril, uh, and there is Commander Breakbone, you'll remember, a, uh, a human male. Uh, next to him, uh, off of the parapets, is one of his captains of the guard, and a, another captain of the guard who is a dwarf. Um, and the five of you are in there, Commander Breakbone, uh, recognizing you, says, well, welcome on back, uh, Miss Rin Rin. Uh, it's nice of you to join us. Now, Lieutenant Undril, I know you had something to bring up, if you'll proceed. Uh, so, uh, I have taken inventory, and because of the command that you put upon me, I decided that we aren't able to stay here. Uh, the the conditions, the the, the, the Soldiers are getting infected too often. We're too close to the swamp. We're I'm sure we're defensible, but the we're in too level a level of a level. The camp is flooding. For the sake of keeping our people healthy, we just can't stay here. And I think we should go back to Camp Righteous. And Breakburn's like, well, that's just ridiculous. That place got overrun. Um, and this scene plays out. Uh, essentially, the points that are laid out are um, Undril wants to send a scouting party to Camp Righteous uh, to set up um, a new fort there. Um, she is backed by the human female Captain of the Guard, who says that with the raised land there, uh, they could easily set up a more defensible palisade, blah, blah, blah. Um, meanwhile, the, the dwarf is like, oh, you are just being being weaklings back in the trenches of the war. We, you know, we deal with sickness all the time. Um, you know, just being like back in the day, it was too difficult. What? Why is this dwarf Canadian? Uh, all dwarves are Canadian. <laughs> so what you know. know. Don't you know? <laughs> I hate you guys. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Pulling on uh, my Midwest heartstrings. I think a lot of the time, Rin Rin's just kind of like looking back and forth. Are you going to play with loud things the whole time? I know you just got out of the hospital, but damn. What do you have? 
Oh, it's a bottle cap. Pause. Hold on. Sorry. Pause. My, my first rendition, my first idea for a character for this game was going to be Nora Full Flag, and I hope you know that you dodged a bullet. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. hi there! My name is Nora Full Flagon. <laughs> you might know me of the Minnesota Full Flagons. <laughs> um, Rin Rin's going to, again, watch back and forth and kind of like, uh, try and find a time when she's like supposed to speak. Uh, and lo, this happens when uh, finally Breakbones, like we, we just don't have the manpower to send a scouting uh, party. And then Undrill looks to you. It's like, these people helped us before and Rin Rin's a fantastic person. She'll help me again. Uh, yes, I can do that. That is me. I am, I am helpful and I want to make sure that everyone's safe. And I mean, if there's like zombies and stuff out there, then... Then, then I think that we should go and, and clear it out because I don't want people to have wet feet because that's gross and, and it hurts people. And if you can be safer there, then that'd be better, yes? That's what I think, though. We should definitely do that. And one of the guards is like, see, I told you, it is a better plan and we have help. And Breakbone just... All right, well, I will spare some I'll spare a patrol if you take these people up there with some of our boats and some supplies build a defensible location we'll think about moving back to Camp Righteous will you think about moving back or will you actually move back because uh, my dad and my, my mentor used to tell me that he'd think about doing things but he didn't actually mean that he just thought just said that to make me stop talking Go ahead and make me a persuasion. A persuasion roll. <laughs> That's a natural 20. <laughs> you just, you just yeah. have this, womp, womp, womp. You have this guy's <laughs> number. Did this guy before? Yes, yes. I did. <laughs> yes, this guy's I did. Just a cat person. Uh, you have this guy's number. You just pull all the heartstrings out of him um and he's like yes you know what you're right you know i've been told before to listen to my instincts and girl you got fantastic instincts thank you <laughs> <laughs> um and he they they work the, the logistics um they'll have three canoes ready by the next morning to mm-hmm. load up with uh, a couple guards and uh uh tribal guides um mm-hmm. as well as you guys so you can pull some lumber up the, the river back to camp righteous mm-hmm. which if you recall and our, our map savvy will remember is kind of yeah. on on the way to firefinger yeah. yeah think about it cool uh rin rin very pleased with herself uh <laughs> gives ungirl a hug um oh she she's you know all in for it um ex- that, thanks you so much for for just always being there for me. Oh, well, not a problem. Um, is there anything else that we can do now that we're here? If we're going to spend the night? Uh, well, I mean, I know your other friends went to the medical tent again, and I, I know that the doctor of yours is probably, you know, working his miracles again. Um, and she she takes a second and, and, and looks at you. But this that there, there's a new person with you and i realized someone 
was missing? Um, yeah, um, kind of lost one, my, my good friend, um, the uh, alligator one. I'm very, I'm, I'm very sorry for your loss. It's, you know, it's a dangerous world we live in. Yeah. Um, and then we picked up uh, this other friend whose name is uh, Tashvel. And he's, he's very nice. He, he's helped me a lot uh, through lots of things. And um, he seems like a really nice guy. I mean, if, if they're keeping company with you, they must be nice. <laughs> You're too nice to me. You're going to spoil me. Um, oh, she does. And, and <laughs> you know, says if she, if she ever if she had an older sister, she wished she was like you. Huh? I'm not that much older <laughs> than you. Um, meanwhile, Tesh is actually being very helpful and healing many of the sick, as well as uh, Hassan is uh, bringing some more problems to light. And Baz is sulking by himself. Um, in fact, I think uh, while Baz, while you are looking sulkily at your mask, um, Summerwise, the pseudo dragon that has been pseudo following you around, uh, every now and then you see him fly off into the distance in the morning and come back at night and, and alight on a tree branch near Rinrin. Um, he he lands on your next to you. Um, and, you know, they still only communicates through limited telepathy, uh, looks at you curiously, um, and, uh, expresses that he forgives you. <laughs> I don't think Baz knows how to process this emotionally. Um his eyes get really glassy um, and he says, sorry, I got something in my eye. And he gets up and he runs away from this little dragon. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, he, you know, flies off again, uh, probably lands with uh, Azaka uh, and keeps her company. Um, so you guys are able to spend the night here uh, and uh, have another long rest. Um, I know we're still marking off good berries as your provisions and you are able to stay the night. The next morning, um, bright and early, you load up into your canoes. You are accompanied by four uh, soldiers, uh, each of them armed with uh, a rifle uh, and four tribal warriors. Um, they split up between uh, two canoes with Andrul and one of them and the six of you Azaka, actually five of you, uh, with Azaka, can load up into another one of the canoes, um, and you are dragging lumber up the river towards Camp Righteous. Uh, and as you're going through the morning, um, you, let's say, what, what, what would you say is the order of yourselves in these canoes? I think that uh, maybe Renrin's spending some time with Baz, just hanging out, chatting, like laying on her back, looking over her, <laughs> looking back at him, 
kicking her feet. That's an adorable <laughs> mental image. Um, Baz enjoys the time that he spends with Rinrin, but as time goes on, he becomes more and more melancholy. You know, the word that I can oh, say. <laughs> um, is Summerwise still here? Yeah, Summerwise uh, follows you around. I would go... I feel like Teshvale would go up to uh like who does summerwise flock to frequently uh he spends a lot of his time around rinrin um but uh during the day he kind of just flies around uh keeping close chasing after mice in the underbrush or uh small birds i feel like teshvale would go up to rinrin uh while you still had summerwise in the morning uh and we just approach and say you clearly are the most blessed out of all of us why motions towards summer wise uh, one of the small creators rides with you the small creators yes uh my people believe that the world was created by three different dragons uh, one of them being the great and glorious Kyber, but all dragons in their own right have some sort of, well, luck to them. Oh. One such as this size that chooses you over all others proves that you truly have been blessed. Well, that's a very nice thing to think about. Um, I didn't know that, that they're part of the creators. And Teshvale nods knowingly, uh, and he will extend a hand out towards Summerwise. Mm -hmm. Like, he'll, like, have He's a okay. little bit of a treat as well. Like a, a small morsel of, yeah. of food or something. Yeah. yeah he'll, he'll gobble that down and uh, express curiosity at you, um, kind of appreciation, but mostly curiosity. And then uh, I feel like in Draconic, Tesh would just start being like, who's the best? You are. <laughs> use, that use that stinger full of poison on some small mouse and just go to town. It's like, you're, you're right. I am the best. <laughs> and Tesh is like just absolutely loving the fact that this small dragon is currently on him. Like if you've seen cat people, it is that for Tesh and pseudo dragons. Yes, absolutely. Did you also um, know that I am traveling with royalty? Why, of course, you're traveling with me. <laughs> Are you a royalty? Yes. Really? No, it's like, I. Do people really not know of House de Falaren? No. That will change soon. Well, I'm sorry if I have not been talking to you with the right reverence. It's. I appreciate the commonalities uh, that you choose to use towards me. I think it's very nice. And besides, I have yet to achieve my masterwork. There is really nothing other than a name that separates me from well, the common folk. I see. Um, well, this is Lord Finkleton, and she like <laughs> parts her hair, and a, a mouse pops out of her shoulder. He is a mouse, but he's probably royalty too. 
And Tesh will just give a very exaggerated bow. A pleasure to meet you, your lordship. <laughs> he squeaks and then kind of goes back into her outfit. Uh, while you are having this conversation, um, Baz, and followed shortly by everyone, uh, hear a uh, hissing sound. Um, at this point in the river, uh, you are kind of in some shallower water, uh, trees and uh, uh, small islands or banks of, uh, of patches of land. Um, and you see some crocodiles slip into the water uh, and they're making their way towards your guys' boats. When Baz hears hissing, uh, he goes, is Hassan awake? Always, I don't think Baz. that's him. Ah! <laughs> that's not Hassan snoring. Uh, Hassan's going to... How many of these can I use? This is choose a beast. I'm gonna use speak with animals on myself. Okay. And to the crocodiles. Alligators? Crocodiles. Crocodiles. Uh, make an intimidation check. He okay. goes, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah, go ahead, roll it. Fuck yeah. What's my charisma at? Plus um, <laughs> 22. Hell yeah. You see... opens his mouth and starts making crocodile hissing noises. <laughs> yes, exactly that. Like these, like a few of them like have popped out of the water and just doing that thing as they, they swim up behind your boat since you guys are in the rear. Um, and you see one just like snap it mouth, mouth shut and quickly like dive under the water. Um, you ever see a, an alligator do like the, the threat display where it like rumbles and then the water starts splashing? I imagine mm -hmm. that like Hassan opens his mouth and that sound comes out and the water oh. around the canoe just starts going. Pfft. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, not, I could just use Druidcraft to do that. Yeah, I'll oh, help does that, that with minor illusion. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, I'd say like in conjunction that the the intimidation check and a little bit of druidcraft, you see these uh, crocodiles who thought they had an easy meal. Uh, all they would have to do is tip the boat over, just duck back underwater, and uh, swim away. Um, yeah. What? Reminding me, Rin Rin. Don't go sniffing any flowers. What? What do you have? He is finding the loudest things. Leave Summerwise alone. He did nothing wrong. There's a giant screw. A giant screw. What the fuck? I don't know, glad. man. I'm just glad it's uh, not my cat for once. <laughs> don't go sniff. What do you mean, don't sniff flowers? I like flowers. Apparently, there are some that will implant something into your brain that will kill you and then take it over. What? Welcome to Chult, I guess. I didn't have those where I grew up. All right, I won't smell no flowers. Particularly, they have a yellow hue to them. They okay. are a kind of like a yellow orchid, maybe. Yeah, like that. Uh... And they got like little purple splotches, all, uh, like, like veins almost in them. Okay, well, I want to do that then. I'll write that down. Don't. No. 
Yellow flowers. Uh, Baz is going to um, pick his way across the canoes and uh, get up next to Hassan and uh, point at his journal and say, um, "Have you? You wouldn't happen to have been keeping track of what day it is in there, have you? I've completely lost it." Flips to yesterday's date. Relay it to Baz. Uh, GM, is that anywhere close to the date that I'm looking for? Oh, it was yesterday. Oh, shit. Um, Baz's eyes kind of widen, and he just clutches at his chest. What is the matter, Baz? Everything's falling. Are you having a medical condition, Baz? Have you fallen to give you away? Yeah, maybe. Once over. Um, Everybody on the canoe just like, what's wrong, Baz? What's wrong, Baz? Are you scared, Baz? I swear I to God. <laughs> just give him some space, maybe. Just, just, right just don't look at the edge. Uh, Rin Rin's gonna like stand in front of him because we're on the front boat, right? And you guys are on the back boat. Or are we all in the same boat? Same You're boat. all in the same boat. <laughs> okay. Same boat. Rinrin is just going to stand kind of between them, but still looking at Bass. <laughs> but just so everyone else isn't looking at him. Are you going to die? Uh... She squishes his face. Are you going to die? Yeah, eventually. Well, what are you doing right now? Probably dying. Do you need something? Yeah. What? Um, can I go... Uh, talk to Hassan for a little bit with some patient uh, confidentiality. Oh yes, of course. And she removes her hands, <laughs> like skips to the other side of the boat. So if it's if it's like canoe rules and we all have to sit <laughs> yeah, no. one on one, I imagine <laughs> it's, like it's dangerously. Well, eh, no, I imagine it's like Tesh is in front, and then it's Rinrin because Rinrin said that they were leaning back on Baz, so Baz <laughs> would be third. And then Hassan would be in the middle, and then Azaka would be anchor. Yeah, and Azaka's just back there, like, yeah, another day with these assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Rin Rin just shift up closer to Tesh, and then boom. Yes. Like, (laughs) like uncomfortably close, like right up on him. Don't listen to what they're saying. I'll do my best not to. You know, you actually smell nice. Are you surprised? But do you not see me cleaning myself all the time? No, it's just that, listen, we've been in the jungle for quite some time. It's it's just surprising you've kept it up. Good job. Do you want me to clean you too? It's not like an intimacy thing. It's nothing like that. It's just like like a friendship thing. Okay. Solid. That's what Rinrin's- friends do. <laughs> Rivin starts to clean Tesha. Like, uh, like Yeah, the rough tongue. The rough tongue. <laughs> Gross. Anyway, in the back of the boat with Azaka, uh like you, you look at Azaka and she puts on earmuffs, I guess. <laughs> uh you see Hassan go into his bag, pull out some rubber gloves. 
pulls out an otoscope. I'm gonna save you some time here, buddy. Uh, you, you wouldn't happen to know anything about, um, um, I don't know, a, 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 like a, a, a Geus spell? Oh. Arcana? Uh, I mean, you can, I, I'm, I'm willing to just give it to you that you're cool. somewhat studied in it. Yes, Are you it's... proficient at all in Arcana? No, but I have a plus four in it. So. How oh, is it okay. pronounced? Because I, I looked it up and nobody Deus? on the internet what can uh, uh, agree. It's either or, I think. Is this like the gif-jif argument? Well, yeah, I think so. Uh, in the medical community. Wait, no. Anime can solve this. What, RJ, is it Code, code Geass? It's Code Geass. Done. That's his ability in the show, is, is the gaze. We've got right, the power of God and anime on our side. So let's do this. Oh, sorry. That um, came up in it. our last game. <laughs> Chaos? No, the power of God and anime thing. Oh, yeah. I, see. I wonder why. Uh, but we're going to call it Chaos from now it on. It wasn't me, actually. <clears throat> it's a compulsion spell. And to my knowledge, it shouldn't kill you if you were to violate it. Well, technically, Unless I don't you have something else you need to tell me. I, I mean, like, technically not, but the, the exact wording Technically, that's been fulfilled, but I've got this tightness in my chest, and like the world is just dragging me down, and I feel like I'm dying. What was the nature of the gay spell that was put on you? The exact wording. Well by such and such date. Now Deza has to die. I'm sorry, once more for the people in the back. Um, he's going to like, like you see him peek around Hassan over at Rinrin to make sure she's not listening. Um, and he gets closer and says, by such and such date, now Deza has to die. Hmm, interesting. But he's dead, so... Were there any stipulations then? Were they supposed to be by your hand? It didn't necessarily say that. They try and make these things a bit... open-ended for creative solutions. Well, then I wouldn't worry about that in the gayest spell, then. Why do I feel like I'm dying? Guilt. What is that? when you feel really bad about something happening. Oh my god, I feel like that all the time. You feel guilty because Nodaza was more or less your friend. What do you have to cast to make it go away? You need to look into yourself and you need to forgive yourself. Tell yourself that it was another job. 
never done that in my life. Introspection is hard. Sometimes things come to light that you never knew were there. And sometimes it might break you. And he'll smile. Baz just turns around uh, and tries to come to grips with this as, with this as his life now. Oh, um, he turns around. You're not mad at me for, you know, being an assassin and never telling you. I'm a little upset you didn't tell me in the first place. I could have used your skills. Well, now you know. And your skills have been very beneficial to me thus far, so... I'd be happy to continue this mutually beneficial relationship. Agreed. He reaches out his hand as though he's like... He does the slow, like, plucks a gloved finger by, like, the middle and slowly snaps it off before reaching over and shaking. I'm sure her like disposable gloves. Yeah, it's okay. I wash them. <laughs> Great. 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 And Baz just, like, looks forward with a thousand eyes stare or a thousand yards i say that every time a thousand yards stare in his eye just kind of like okay uh hassan's gonna pat him on the back i can fix things with scalpel or a saw but this is going to be all on you baz great good luck you look forward and it's just rin rin just <laughs> <laughs> Your tongue is very rough. A sword can get between your your hairs on your arms and your legs. I oh god, she's tenderizing him. <laughs> Summerwise is just sitting on the front of the canoe watching you. Like... <laughs> she gets to the hair and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that so many times. Uh, it takes the entire day plus the uh, the evening, as you guys did last time, uh, traveling down the river, kind of taking shifts. Uh, people in the front sleeping, while people in the back row, and people in the back sleeping, while people in the front row. Uh, and you do this throughout the night, um, and in the, the uh, early morning hours of the, uh, the next day, uh, you start to pick up that uh, statue that you had saw, uh, what was it, like almost 10 or so days ago. Um, a large, like 80 foot tall statue of a human man sitting with a uh, crocodile uh, hoisted on its on its back, um, and uh, in front of it are the remains of Camp Righteous, um, decaying in the uh, elements of Chilts. Uh, uh, to the scouts, Hassan is going to say, "When last we were here, there were reports of goblins being in the area." Righto, and they'll have their guns out ready. 
Uh, their bayonets are, are fixed and ready to go. All of them are Captain Price. <laughs> <laughs> they are all Captain Price. Um, you are able to bring your uh, your canoes to shore um, and uh, the, the, the scouts and uh, tribal warriors immediately go about uh, dragging the uh, lumber and everything up onto the shoreline. Um, Azaka stands at the, uh, at the shore, uh, keeping a watchful eye out as uh, Undril uh, commands these people. What would you like to do? We need to scout and make sure that there are no undead, right? And no undead, there are no more goblins in the area. Right. You're not afraid of undead, right? No. Good. Neither am I. Excellent. I was going to say we should establish a perimeter. Okay, how do we do that? Well, we just start making a horseshoe-like pattern. It's against a cliff face, right? Where uh, the statue is? Right. Yeah, so, um, and, and you can see why Undril was, uh, was suggesting this place. Um, it's not necessarily against a cliff face. It's just a very steep escarpment in, uh, that it seems that the statue is actually sitting on, uh, and the hill rises behind it. And kind of meets its back but it it goes about 50 feet in the air um and then all spread out to the south of it uh or yeah south of it is this pretty plateau like uh hill that has a pretty good location it would seem well if we set um, ourselves up in a horseshoe like pattern separating ourselves 15 feet from each other uh we can establish a good uh well, at least a radius around where we need to go. And then if we just move forward, then we can make sure the area is secure. On the... So uh, where you, you pull ashore, it's uh, pretty close to where the, the feet of the statue are. Um, on the north side are some tents that are ripped to shreds, uh, torn apart. Uh, there are two command tents directly at the uh, the base of the feet of the uh, of the statue, similarly torn but still standing at least, um, and uh, a few more tents scattered to the south with uh, what was probably a medical tent slash uh, how you say shrine um, to Torm uh, is sitting uh, right up to the base of the the escarpment, um, but that has been essentially burned to the ground. Um, one and One of us should uh, go and check out those tents. Well, I'm the fastest, so I should do it. Speed might not necessarily win us the day. We're going to need somebody who's stealthier. And Tash just looks in Baz's direction. Baz is like busy just kind of looking contemplatively and kind of like morosely up at the statue of alligator and man um and then like he feels Tesh's eyes on him and he just turns around and looks at him just like what ah Baz exactly the man I was looking for and Tesh approaches you would it be all right do you feel comfortable going out by yourself and investigating those tents, just in case. I'm never comfortable. 
but yeah, sure. Oh, would you like some assistance? Just keep an ear out. I'll scream if something happens. Well, I was going to suggest I have some control over the shadows here. Go on. I can make you invisible for up to an hour. I see. Do All you right. feel like this would be beneficial? Hells yes. All right, then. I just need one thing from you. And Tesh will kind of, like, maneuver the side of his armor so you can see his collarbone. And there is this weird... It almost looks like a tattoo uh, in terms of coloration. But looking at it, you can tell that it's not... It's not artificially put there. Like, this is just a weird, very complex, very ornate-looking birthmark. I just need you to touch this. With, um, with this? If you would like. Finger, open palm. Do I, do I gotta take off the gloves? No. Not unless you don't want to reaches out slowly <laughs> towards it with like one finger yeah and as you touch it it uh you see that it light uh it glows in this very uh it's like a stormy kind of blue color that seems to just begin at the center point and ripples out in terms of magic and as it ripples you just see your personage uh begin uh like the um all of the shade that's being brought down by the trees that has kind of been placed upon you you see those shaded areas just become see-through and begin to spread until your entire personage is just invisible nice indeed uh you are invisible Disembodied dad's voice that just goes, "Heh, nice, <laughs> nice." And then he uh, he's going to go and investigate those tents. Um, okay. Stealth check with advantage. Yes. Well, that's good. Because I definitely would not have wanted that to be at disadvantage. Uh, twenty-six. Fantastic. Um, just going from tent to tent, looking what's what's laid out and around. Um, yep. absolutely. You you start going north to the the greatest collection of tents. Um, and like I said earlier, they have been slashed apart either by bladed weapons or uh, some of them have these kind of claw marks, but like a human hand claw, um, tearing through these tents. Um, and the rummaging around that you do, however, uh, doesn't yield uh, much. It seems most of the valuable personal effects have uh, already been ransacked, um, and the most you get is uh, rummaging around one tent. A, a very brightly colored green snake rears its head up, but doesn't know what startled it, um, and looks around confused, uh, not knowing what it's supposed to be striking, uh, and then slithers back underneath a, uh, a uh, overturned, busted cot. Um, you look nearby the tents, uh, and it seems there is a, uh, a set of latrines, 
which normally uh, you would avoid, um, but something catches your eye uh, and approaching one of them. Um, it looks like uh, there is a body that was missed. Um, uh, a human male in the regalia of the Order of the Gauntlets, uh, however completely soiled, uh, is dead lying there. Um, it looks like he was trying to crawl back out of the train. Uh, presumably he climbed into it. Uh, and what had caught your eye was a uh, small brown sack with a uh, collection of gems that had spilled out on the ground um, and clutched, clutched in this guy's uh, arms as he's in the pit uh, is a shotgun um, and you can see he has a bandolier of uh, uh, shells on uh, on his chest he's he's dead for sure yeah okay. best as you can tell he is dead all right um, Baz is going to approach um, carefully and just as a precaution, um, he's going to um, jam his uh, knife into the man's spinal cord, mm-hmm. um, just in case he decides to become animated and turn into a zombie. Like the the perfect zombie checking uh, technique, you get behind it and just stab it a few times, and if it doesn't <laughs> move. Uh, that means it's already dead, and that's how you play Resident Evil. Um, you, you, you stab it, uh, your knife sinks easily into it. it, looks like it's been decaying for at least a month. Mm-hmm. I, I'll just leave the knife in him uh, while I grift him for, okay. for, for stuff. Yeah, you, uh, so you, you, the thing that caught your eye, these gems or jewels, uh, is a small bag, small pouch containing five gems, 10 gold pieces each. Five gems, 10 gold pieces each. And then a shotgun. Um, we'll go with the old double barrel. Okay. Uh, does it have any bullets? Uh, crack it open. Inside are two unspent shells. And then on his chest is this bandolier of another uh, six shotgun shells. Eight total shells. All right. Oh, you meant shells as in shotgun shells, not seashells. God. Yes. I'm so fucking stupid. Bullets. Bullets. Uh, I'll just use a general bullet term. <laughs> These are magical bullets that can fit into any gun. You I was all like, wow, this guy's got a beach theme. That's fun. I am much sorry. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, the uh, the guards uh, and, and uh, the tribesmen are getting getting very quickly to work. Uh, they want to try and set this up as soon as possible uh, with a, a guard and a tribesman keeping eye out as uh, the rest are pulling these uh, logs up the side of the, the escarpment. Rinrin, um, what are you doing? Um, I'm looking at a uh, um, some animals that are up in the trees. Uh, she's trying to talk to them and um, like, like she's not trying to like converse with them, but she is like talking at them and telling them how cute they are. And uh, and while you're doing this, uh, someone wise will like swoop down onto the branch and scare some of the way. Um, and some branches tumble down, uh, and you look at your feet. There are a collection of uh, let's call it like brown and and green uh, flower flowering. Uh, I guess 
flowers uh, growing at the base of this tree. Yeah, I know. I, I'm a master of wordplay. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so there, there's a collection of these uh, interesting flowers. Uh, did he, and, he didn't bring them to me. They were. Yeah, they're, they're just growing at the, okay. at the base of this tree. And due to your familiarity with the area, um, you, and I would also say because of your uh, uh, use at trying to heal small animals, mm -hmm. you recognize these as Ryath roots, um, which uh, you know that if you can consume a Ryath root a day, you keep the doctor at bay because they give you temporary hit points. Oh, Hassan, come here. Come here, I want to show you something, please. What's wrong, Rinrin? No, nothing's wrong. I wanted to show you these. These are riot roots. They're like a healing sort of thing. You're supposed to eat them and they, they help you get strong or they keep you strong. It's like, it's like, I know that some other places they say like you should eat an apple or you should, um, you know, drink lots of water. This is one of those things that if you do, like eat it, you just, you stay healthy. I thought you'd like to know. He'll bend down, pluck one, and pop it in his mouth. All right. You gain two D4 temporary hit points. I, I like this scientific uh, <laughs> chomp. Go ahead. I'm oh. immune to poison and being poisoned. It, that's so true. This is fine. It does necrotic damage. Yeah. Ah. Six temporary. Just hit fucking points. sticks in his mouth. This is poisonous. <laughs> he falls over. <laughs> um, um, Hassan's yeah. eyes... They would go wider if they could. But he will turn to Rinrin. Good find, Rinrin. She, if she could blush. <laughs> there are four more usable roots here. Could we I... Should... Sorry, go ahead. Well, do we know it? Can we like hang on to them for a while, or is it like oh, once yeah, you pick absolutely. them? Okay, I was gonna you, use you know that they... to, like dry them like tea leaves. Oh, if you make riot root tea, that would be so nice. That's yeah. actually what I wanted to do. <laughs> All right, yes, you can do this. Uh, you have you have four more hits of the root, if you will. Um, <laughs> I could smoke go... this. Hell yeah! Uh, Asan, make a. I'll let you make a medicine check with this. A twenty. Hell yeah! Um, you you can definitely tell the, uh, the medical benefit of this, but you also know there's a medical drawback. Uh, like she said, you want one a day, uh, specifically every twenty four hours. Uh, however, if you eat another one within twenty four hours, uh, you could suffer some poison from it. Too much of a good thing. Okay. He tries to hide the quirk of a smile on the corner of his face. <laughs> Rinrin probably catches it. What? What? No, I'm just amused, that's all. Do I? Okay. Sorry, did I say something wrong? Why would that amuse me? I don't know. Sometimes you laugh when I do things wrong. No, this one is amusing to me. 
Do you know what happens if you were to take more than one of these roots, Rinrin? Yeah, you get like a really upset stomach. Exactly. I'm just amused at, well, everything in dosages. A poison could be someone's cure. Yes, I guess it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. He'll pat her on the top of the head. Don't worry about it. <laughs> her ears go back. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tesh, what are you doing? Tesh? Well, he thought that they were going to investigate the camp. So he is going to investigate the commander's tents. See if there's anything okay. in there. Yeah, you kind of sent Baz up to the north to investigate all the, the, the barracks tents. Yeah. Uh, there are these two commander's tents in front of you. Um, again, uh, they are pretty, uh, ripped apart. Um, and also it, it seems they, they had been picked through before, uh, whereas there were, uh, like tables with maps and charts you would assume in a regular commander's tent, the table's been flipped, any, uh, old parchment has been, uh, actually you've been here, uh, some time ago, uh, you were at this tent talking to a commander very much like Commander Breakbone, except not the same guy. Um, and uh, you kind of flash back to that time. Uh, you remember how gung-ho and cocky they were. Um, they had plenty of arms and armor and were raring for a fight um, and looking around this tent, these giant gashes through the, the tent walls blood dried and old uh, spilled uh, on tabletops. You can tell they, they got that fight that they wanted uh, and their hubris was their, their downfall. I think Tesh just sort of smiles to himself seeing all of this uh, and then will he'll just begin like taking the tents down. Okay. They're, if like they're <clears throat> broken and ripped through they're not going to be of any use anyways so might as well at least get the canvas off replace it with different canvas um, yeah and then he's just going to keep his eye on the because there's a tunnel right uh in between the uh there large is feet. an opening yeah. between the feet he's, it is dark in there yeah he's just gonna like while he's taking down the canvas just be very wary of that tunnel yeah. Um, and while you're looking at it, Undril will approach you. Uh, it seems she was helping take down the, the materials and say, you know, it kind of makes you wonder, right? What's what, what could be in there? All sorts of things. Uh, mostly what I'm curious about is that if it were to be a resting place for ne'er-do-wells. I mean, that definitely sounds... Like something that could happen. Like some sort of tomb. I don't think it has an exit. Well, one way in, one way out, I suppose. Yes. Mm, once we've they told, secured the area. They told us during orientation to, you know, not, not try and uh, raid any of these trapped areas, but I know so many adventurers just go here just for these things. Well, kind of makes me wonder. How about this? 
once everything's been taken care of and the camp's been secured, I can go and take a peek in it for you. I find that quite interesting. Hmm. Do be do be careful, though. Oh, of course. Uh, we do have a doctor on staff, after all. <laughs> I, too, am a doctor. Two doctors. Even better. Um, meanwhile, Baz, you've, you've cleared through the tents. Um, you find uh, an animal pen. Um, and inside uh, this animal pen, uh, it seems like it was built probably for uh, simple livestock, maybe pigs or goats. Um, and inside is a curious creature. Um, and let me find the correct description for it. It is a small, like flightless, I guess small is, is not necessarily the, the, the correct term, um, but you can tell this one's a, a small one. It is a small flightless bird. It's got a large wedge-shaped beak, like almost like an axe head uh, as, its, as its large beak. Um, and it is uh, pecking away at one of these uh, like thatch walls. It seems like it got trapped in here at some point. Is it, is it actually like pecking at it? Or is no, it like, it's like hammering. Its beak? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious um all right uh do i know what this is can i make some sort of check for it uh go ahead and make a nature check all right i think i got an eight okay um you don't know what this is you saw one while you were at port nanzaru when you mm -hmm. first got here mm -hmm. um but it was uh in a like it it the one that you saw was huge like uh about 10 feet from ground up um and it was uh well contained um i don't think you talked to anyone about it though you said that it's small this one is very small uh, like a, a fledgling. I don't like the way you said that. Um, are you, like, you said there's only one of them in here? Yeah, it looks like it, it probably, like, tumbled down the escarpment and bounced like a, a small flightless bird does into this uh, this pen and is right. unable to find its way out. So it looks like it's not supposed to be here. No. Like, it's, it's a wild animal that fell in accidentally. Yeah. Interesting. Um... I'm still invisible, right? Yep. Uh, For an hour. I, I will not become uninvisible until such a time that I choose not to be or attack something, right? Yeah, it's yeah. if you attack something uh, or cast a spell, you actually don't get to choose not to be invisible because <laughs> I'm oh, focusing on the spell. That's, that's hilarious. Okay. Um the stabbing a dead body count as attacking. I would say that's interacting with an object. Yeah. I will say that's interacting with an object too. <laughs> if it were a living creature. Maybe. I didn't. You didn't roll an attack roll. Speaking of which, I take that uh, knife back. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and make a note to tell them to go burn that body later. Um, I'm gonna grab a stick and poke it. Uh, confused, it starts squawking. Sorry. Oh, it's looking around trying to find. And and then goes back to, to hammering. Huh. Interesting. 
Where'd you come from, little guy? Um, you're, you're actually talking. Yeah, I am. <laughs> the, 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 the bodiless, uh, disembodied voice uh, speaking to uh, a small bird. It, again, looks around confused, uh, trying to figure out what is assailing it. I'm going to get out, like, some rations and toss it to it. Okay. Um, yeah, just just some normal uh, rations. Uh, I think it'll kind of look at it like a chicken mm-hmm. and start, like, pecking at it. But, like, because it's got this huge beak, it's yeah, kind of, yeah, like, yeah. just ha- hammering to the ground and scooping up a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Doing that thing where they, like, grab a bunch in the beak and then throw it back cup, down cup, their cup. gullet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no, I love him. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, I think that Baz uh, has a brief moment of just sort of like, (laughs) Uh, and then he looks around like like he's trying to catch somebody, like watching him uh, slacking off on the job. Mm -hmm. And then he's all like, oh, no, light, I'm invincible. I can do whatever I want. Uh, I will open the gate and let the little thing out. Okay. Um, it, it was busy gobbling up. Uh, it looks around and sees a way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of like a, uh, a bee that flies in through a window and doesn't know how it got there, it takes a few seconds before it realizes that is a way out. It's so um, dumb. And scrambles out of it uh, and and into the forest. Oh, before I let it out. Okay. Like completely. <laughs> Go ahead. I want to take that stick that I was using to poke it. Yeah. Put a ration, uh, tie a string to a ration, tie the other end of the string to the stick. Uh, it's in my it's in my uh, my pack. I have a string. I can do this. Um, okay. I'm gonna make a little stick with. <laughs> with, with the ration uh, at the end. A, a carrot on a stick. Yeah, and I'm going to try and lead it back to camp. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you, you have a, a carrot on a stick. Um, you open the gate. It goes towards the gate, sees the carrot on the stick, and follows you. Now, this is items that you are holding uh, while you are invisible are also invisible, aren't they? Hmm. I can't stop being invisible. I think this thing's gonna have to just run to the woods. You could, on me. You could like toss it a, a, a carrot in front of it. <laughs> if you, you could always attack something inanimate. I guess I could. I don't know if Baz is smart enough to figure that out. Roll an Arcana he... check. <laughs> Seventeen. Yeah, you're you're very aware that if you attack something while you are invisible, you'll become uninvisible. All right, I'll do that. Um, I guess I'll. <laughs> you're not going to go mess with people. Come on. I... <laughs> this is the mischief that's in front of me. Okay. Um, He's found his mischief, and he will mischiefize it. <laughs> I, I I think that the thing that I attack is the fence. I attack the fence. And then uh, I look down at my hands, see that I'm no longer invisible. Now, does Tesh know that I'm not invisible anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is like 20 minutes later, maybe. So there's like a like a, a short montage. Heard any screaming? I'm sure it's fine. 
there's there's a short montage of uh baz like tying up this string and everything uh and then like he breaks the fence uh and then tesh just kind of like looks up like hmm and i think tesh by this point you you can see over there it's maybe like 50 60 feet away uh this this uh pen and you see uh baz up here there holding a a, a morsel of food on a stick leading around a uh fledgling axe beak tess just like tilts his head slowly and watches this unfold and he's he's just gonna lead him back to uh camp and go try to find either hassan or rinrin to help him identify what this cute little fella is Okay. Can, Rin, can Rin Rin see it while he's got the stick still? Uh, I th- <laughs> no, absolutely. I think um, soon after, as he's leading it over, you, you hear a soft uh, a squawking uh, and see Baz holding out a stick. I'm like, come on, fella, come on. Uh, uh, and it, it is an axe beak. <laughs> Rin Rin's eyes like just immediately dilate as she sees the thing on the stick. And she kind of like does that thing where she like, might pounce <laughs> and she like kind of runs over to baz like looks at the stick and looks up at baz and like oh sorry. no if he sees a woman running towards him he's gonna freak out <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah she, and she would look like she's in predator mode too like with her ears back and everything <laughs> so he goes ah! and then he drops the <laughs> stick and goes and hides behind a tree <laughs> the, what? the what axe did really starts chomping down on the uh <laughs> the morsel uh can Rinrin uh, interact with this creature and start to sniff it? Yeah, absolutely. What are you? Oh, hello, little one. What are you doing? Can I pick it up? Um, I mean, it's it's although it's small, it's still you know about two feet in diameter. So I still pick it up like a you big could still old definitely cat. You, you pick it up like a really big dog or like a a, a medium sized dog. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, what's your name? Squawk! What is your name? Are you okay? Why won't you look at me? (laughs) Baz is gonna come creeping back out from behind his tree. Um, Sorry, I did not mean to scare you. I know it happens. Uh, I just get like, when when I see dangly things, I get all like, cool. I see. Um, well, uh, you, you have any idea what this thing is? Yeah, it's a, it's an axe beak. Oh, it's a cute little fella, isn't it? Oh, yeah, this is a baby. They got really big. Like, how big? Rin Rin puts her hand over her head. And, and that's not even half, half of it. This What's is that? like, like a newborn. Oh, you know, my, uh, my mom, she's off, uh, fighting things like this. Really? In Cholt? Uh, no, no. Oh. In the Underdark. This is not from the Underdark, though. Yeah, no, it's like the Underdark version of these things. Oh. Wings doesn't remember what they're called. <laughs> okay. I don't uh, either. Where did you find this? Oh, it was, um, it was stuck in an animal pen. Oh, no. Were there any others? No, no, it's just this one. Okay, well... Let me uh, give it a good once over and make sure he's not hurt, and then we'll figure out what to do because he's oh, pretty yeah. small. You did used to do this, didn't you? Da. 
a while ago, but yeah. And <laughs> starts to like check it. Uh, other than malnourished, the which two of them crouch down together around this bird. <laughs> other than malnourished, which uh, you are quickly fixing, uh, it is in good health. Are they carnivorous? Uh, they are omnivorous. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with omnivorous. They're birds. They're burb. <laughs> they They're like opportunists. Plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't. Why are you being like this? Stop. Um, it's mine. Meanwhile, while they're dealing with this, uh, Hassan, uh, the, the two highest passive perception ones are busy. Uh, so the next highest passive perception person, uh, you have been keeping an eye out. Um, and from time to time, the, uh, the entrance to that, uh, how you say, statue uh, has been catching your eye. Um, and uh, at one point, you're just at a right angle to see into it. Um, and you actually notice uh, a few small bodies in there. Um, and from this distance, it's kind of hard to make out, uh, but you think based on the size of them that they might, and because you were looking out for this in the first place, they look like goblin bodies. The will, oh, sorry. I was going to say, while you're noticing this, I think this is a good time to go ahead and take our break. Yeah, so I would like to say thank you to Tyler for running this game. I I know that sounded like we were going to end, but it wasn't. I just really appreciate it. I love this game. We're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes, so don't go no place unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. And like an old friend, we have returned. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Uh, we have just gotten done with the taming of the axe beak, yet to be named, at least on camera. Tyler, take us away. So uh, Hassan right. was seeing something nasty. <laughs> uh, Hassan peering into the uh, statue um, noted some uh, small bodies, uh, possibly goblinoid. Um, meanwhile, Rinrin and Baz are taming an axe beak. Uh, go ahead, both of you roll me animal handling checks. Or, I guess, one of you animal handling with the other helping. I'll assist. Though my animal handling isn't terrible, it's better than my nature. That is a naughty 20. Hell yeah. Uh, you are making an axe beak, friend. Yay! This is collect the uh, animals game, isn't it? Yeah, no. Okay. Human annihilation, meat pets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. The pets expansion. Feed it, pet it, give it kisses. It- tell, <laughs> like, explain to it my name, even though I know it doesn't understand. I'm uh-huh. gonna name it. Come back to me on that, but we're gonna expect a name. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, as well, uh, it's been not too long, less than an hour, um, and the uh, soldiers are making good time setting up um, up on top of this hill. Uh, it's like 25 feet up this escarpment. Uh, they have drug up a few uh, logs, and much like the uh, 
the the, the primitive nature building show. They uh, are essentially making uh, the beginnings of a corner of a fort here. Uh, their plan being to uh, set this up kind of like a, a palisade by itself uh, so they have a safe place to, to stay um, and then they will expand from there. Uh, Hassan is going to roll his shoulders and use his wrist shape ability to turn it into a uh, black scaled panther. Nice. <laughs> and he's going to stalk over to the door. To the uh, entryway of the of the statue. Stealth check? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I've come up with a name. His name yes. is Tom. Tom? Is that Tomahawk. H? <gasps> Tomahawk. I got a natural 20 till 26. Okay. Sorry. I have to write down Tomahawk in my notes. My notes are just Tama? scrapped. Uh, Tomahawk. We yeah, haven't sexted yet. <clears throat> Baz tells... It, it's gender neutral. Yeah, it's very uh, gender neutral. Baz tells Renrun a story about how his brother used to pick the sickest, weakest, smallest spider from the bunch and then raise it to become the biggest in the brood, just to prove a point to their mother. I think I would like your brother. Yeah. He's pretty cool. You're pretty cool. <laughs> Feeds Tomahawk more. <laughs> For the audio cast, he just looks really sheepish and just, oh, you. Oh, you. Um, yes, natural 20 as you stalk as a panther does. Um, in fact, Azaka watches um, and hangs back but is, is ready to intervene if anything pops off. Um, and as you, are you just going towards the front? Towards the front and then sniffing around. Mm -hmm. um, the front of, or, or like the entrance hallway to this thing um, is uh, concealed by some vines um, and you can see that nature has blown in. Uh, the, the ground is uh, muddy, covered in vines, a few uh, flowers or whatnot that blew in. Um, and beyond all this, you see the two bodies of um, goblinoid uh, corpses. Uh, about 20 feet in um, and then beyond them you see a ledge um, and actually looking up you see this thing is actually pretty tall this hallway uh, the entranceway itself is only like 10 feet high but the ceiling extent uh, disappears up into darkness about 20 or 30 feet up um, and looking back you see a few ledges and uh, a wall uh, but like 60 feet back um, and sniffing around and looking you see uh, multiple uh, goblinoid footprints uh, leading into this entryway in the in this muck and uh, and mud, um, and you see two uh, that were the, you assume the lead because they're the only two that are have gotten about five feet in, and you see that they slide very abruptly to the right, um, and uh, perusing this, you you can tell that this is a uh, pit trap. Um, the floor, uh, you, you test it, uh, will give away underweight, um, and uh, peering inside as you test it, there are some more goblinoid corpses at the bottom of a pit. Mm. Um, Hassan is going to grab one of the goblins that were 
in the doorway and start dragging him back to camp. Um, the goblins that you saw are another 20 feet back past this, uh, uh, this, this uh, pit trap. Um, and there are some at the bottom of the trap, like 20 feet down. If he'll look over to Azaka and like do like the cat like point, like head nod over into the area. Okay. Like just to come over. Okay. Uh, yeah, she approaches. Uh, she actually has her bow out now uh, and says, what is it? Uh, and, and looks in and sees these corpses. Pause at the floor, tilting it slightly. And she looks down, sees more corpses inside. Standard traps for a place like this. What is it that you need? He will roll his shoulders again and stand back up to Hassan form. Okay. What do you think is in here, Zaka? <clears throat> uh, there... Many of these uh, temples or ruins or what, what have you um, have things that ancient Cholten's deemed gifts from their gods. Although Obtuo, Obtuo, the Cholten god, has been gone for a long time, there could still be some gifts inside. Are you up for a spot of archaeological requisition? I assume this was the main part of my job? Right. Call the others over, please. Uh, she will, like, whistle over at you, you three. Uh, and it seems like actually like the whole dungeon delving thing. Uh, like she said, she she's she's worked with people a lot before. This is something she's pretty used to. Um, I feel like Teshvale would, if Summerwise is nearby, like extend his arm out with a snack for some uh, for Summerwise to like crawl onto him. Mm hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, and then just walks over with his new with his new best friend. Yeah, uh, Summerwise, um, who was harassing some small birds um, in the trees, and also kind of looking hungrily at uh, Tomahawk. Um, you you call him down, and he uh, alights on your shoulder, uh, and transmit the idea of a bountiful meal, but once it's eaten, a little bit more. Uh, I think Tesh will just kind of like chuckles to himself at this idea and says, no, no, they seem to care for it far too much here. And just like keeps feeding Summerwise. He, he uh, considers maybe when they get tired of it then. Tesh <laughs> no like nods like, oh yeah, now that's Oh yeah. Um, Rin, Rin, and Baz. Uh, you hear Azaka whistle you over and see that her and her son are at the entrance to this statue. 
Are we ready to go inside? Is that what's happening? This temple or ruin, whatever it is, is filled with traps. So I suggest we take the utmost care when traversing into it. And he will, like, push his staff down on the floor to, like... Do we all have dark vision? It's a full party of dark vision, I believe. Now. And now it is. It wasn't before. Standing in the entrance of the building, um, uh, the, the cave, Baz is going to pull off his sunglasses and tuck them into his pocket. Uh, and he's just going to stand there with steepled fingers and look inside. Uh, and his eyes are just like, wah. <laughs> like, superior dark vision, baby. Let's Hell do yeah. this. Uh, what are you doing with Tomahawk? Oh, no. We can't bring a baby in here. I don't know where his mother is. In the underdark, probably. Oh, uh, we're talking about the bird. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. What? <laughs> um, so, do you think that the soldiers will keep track of him i just don't want him to wander off and then get hurt why don't you just put him back in the pen where you found him yeah i kind of broke that well literally broke it <laughs> well what do, what should we do can we keep it in a tent or something you could always leave it with azaka Azaka's no. not coming with us just, we can see the wall at the end of this place, right? Uh, yeah, you can see uh, way down. Although these ledges, uh, you can see one ledge um, and just barely see another ledge beyond it. Uh, and then even further back, you can see the wall. But uh, don't know what's at ground floor up there. Uh, we'll still be relatively nearby. It shouldn't be too big of an issue. Isaka, are you okay with watching Tomahawk? She looks from Hassan to Rinrin and not wanting to disappoint Rinrin, nods her head. Thank you. You can feed him as much as you want as long as he's not starting to come out of his nostrils. Because that's when you know they're overeating. <laughs> okay, Rinrin. I didn't know that. That's the why? same thing with kittens. Why don't we leave him with one of the scouts? I would like Azaka's expertise in, dun in excavation, as it were. Okay. Um, uh, is is our half-orc friend named Undril? Undril. U-N-D-R-I-L. Undril. They didn't come with us, though. She didn't come with us. She's no, she did. Oh, she, she did. did. Oh, yeah. she, will she watch Tomahawk for us? Um, I, I guess I can. <laughs> Thank you but, so much. Won't be gone very long. I just don't want them to wander off and then get eaten or something. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll look after the little guy. She pats it very gingerly on the head. Takes some more food. Be careful of its beak. Yeah, it looks dangerous. 
not at this age, but if he grows up, then he'd be a real dangerous thing. Oh my gosh, what if we could ride him into a battle? <laughs> she like looks warily at the, the tree line, but doesn't see any movement. Yeah, if he starts to like squawk out or something, maybe like push him towards, you know, I don't want, you know, if his mom is nearby, I feel like he would have been calling out for her like while, while he was here before, but you know. Just keep an eye out. I don't think that the mom is nearby. It seems like um, if she was, she would have come and got them a long time ago. But I don't know. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll I'll look after him for you. Let Let me know what's inside here, though. I will. I'll give you a full recount when we get out. Okay. All right, guys. Are we ready? <laughs> so she she leads off a uh, tomahawk, and you guys stand in front of this pit trap. Uh, when Hassan was pushing it down, you can see that there are some uh, ledges on either side. Um, but uh, you can also tell that because of all the, the mud and detritus here, it's probably kind of slippery. And it's, they all lean towards one side? Like yeah, so it leans. Uh, you can tell that um, while two footprints went onto the trap and then slid in uh some others uh follow the side i'll follow the side okay um i need you to make me a acrobatics trick to keep your footing fuck yeah <laughs> dex beast paladin <laughs> that's a seven <laughs> seven total yeah um, you do not keep your footing. <laughs> this place sucks balls! Uh, you, uh, as you are stepping on it, uh, like on this corner, uh, I'm assuming no one's like standing at the other end, like holding down the strap. Um, you lose, uh, footing a little bit and fall 20 feet into this pit below. Uh, but you have feather fall on you yeah. at all times. So you float gently to the bottom where there are two <laughs> goblin uh, corpses and getting a better look at them. Um, you've probably run into a few of the Cholton goblins um, and these are much the same. They have these uh, carved wooden masks that they were on their face, like about like half the size of their body. Um, and they have like different creatures like Triceratops or one has uh, Let's say one has an axe beak, in fact, uh, mask carved. I will take uh, the axe beak mask. Okay, yeah. Um, it crudely carved and painted with who knows what, but it's got like a, that orange uh, beak color on the beak part of it. Everyone, uh, Teshvale floated to the bottom of a pit. Oh my gosh, Teshvale, are you okay? Of course. Do you want me to come down and get you? I I feel like a rope might be a little bit more helpful in this situation. But I can climb really well. I can't pull you up. I'm not that strong. That's true. But if you climb down here, then I would still have the issue of trying to get back up. Zaka lets down some rope down to you. Actually, he thinks about it and says... How about you get to the other end of the tunnel, or the other end of where this pit is, 
and then lower down the rope and then I don't have to worry about trying to cross over this place as well. I can just come up on your side. That, uh, it's very smart. And uh, she will try and cross now. Go, go, Gadget Azaka. She gets uh, good enough. Um, she makes her way across to the other side and tosses down the rope. I'm assuming someone is holding the, the trap open. Yeah, and then I'll, um, I'll climb up. Yeah, she is built like a tank, so she can hold her footing there very easily. Didn't pull you up. Yeah. Got a 16 on an athletics check to just shimmy on up. Perfect. Um, when you get to the other side, you see this hallway extends for another 20 feet, um, ends in a about above head height wall, ledge rather, and there are two goblins, uh, goblinoids in front of you, um, and they are not whole. They are halved, as if something had sliced them completely in two. Hmm. Be easier for you two to go into the hole and then back out the other end. Okay. Tesh shrugs. I mean, Baz also has feather fall on him, so he can just cannonball in and float down. <laughs> I'll. Uh, I have a climb speed. I'll climb the wall. Yep, sounds good. I'm. I'm not gonna test that. I'll try and ease myself down, and then probably like do this thing where he like grips the side turns around and then like lowers himself um, right. and then when he lets go he just like he expects to fall the other quicker. side and then walks away <laughs> seals him down Shunk. there <laughs> <laughs> yep uh Hassan what are you doing to cross Azaka will open the other side for you so that and pull you out, uh, Baz. Nice. And Baz and Rinrin, when you get to the other side, um, you see these same halved goblins, uh, and both of you immediately notice the uh, kind of holes in the walls, or I guess uh, slits, uh, slits um, and the uh, shiny, rusty metal of uh, sides are glinting in the very little light um and you can tell that these probably act as yep slashy yeah, boys yeah. i'm gonna look for a trigger of some sort uh go ahead and roll perception i'm gonna help Hassan if i can 21 21 mm -hmm. uh you're you're sure you would see a trigger um, but uh, either the entire floor is a pressure plate or something else activates these. I will relay that to the party. Uh, Hassan is going to wave Rinrin away and sigh as he doesn't like doing this, but he turns into a giant wolf spider. <laughs> uh, and then okay. he'll skitter along the wall towards them. Marvelous. Uh, Baz nearly backs into the trap. Uh, so uh, Hassan as a wolf spider hanging onto the wall and the four of you are standing in front of this 20-foot hallway um, and um, Azaka now will 
once you relay, you don't see an obvious trigger. She takes a minute. There are legends about places like this. I told you about Man and Crocodile. Many the ruins act in a way in accordance with their legends. And she, from my experience, there are ways to circumvent the ruins defense. Hassan climbs to the ceiling and then like puts a spindly leg out into the corridor. Uh, I mean, the ceiling is like 30 feet up, like well above. In fact, as you climb up to the ceiling, you can see the uh, the end of the hallway. Um, and at the end of the hall is a simple wooden door with um, a few symbols on it in a four by four pattern. And on the ledge, the first ledge uh, is that same pattern on the floor. Huh, interesting. Tesh, have you uh, have you heard the story of Man and Crocodile? I believe I was given insight to it last time I was at Camp Righteous. Uh, Summerwise, would you mind being my crocodile? All right. Um... Summarize nods and uh, much like the uh, how you say statue itself sits kind of just on your shoulders a little bit uh, head peeking over I have never um, felt more blessed in my life you are so blessed my man hashtag blessed <laughs> hashtag yes. blessed. Uh, pseudo dragons are they small or tiny they are tiny yeah He's like a cat. Yeah. Um, I need to look up one thing real quick. And this is how... I Tesh swear to the gods, if you kill this thing... Uh, so, Summerwise is, is on your back imitating uh, Man and Crocodile. I take a step forward. Okay, you step forward into this hallway, and nothing happens. Yeah, just keep walking. You get to the end of this uh, last 20-foot stretch of corridor, and are at a 7-foot wall, um, and uh, Summerwise, sitting on, like, kind of now on your shoulders, can see over the wall, uh, and relays to you the image of these... Uh, symbols in a four by four pattern on the floor in front of you hmm. uh yeah i will give summerwise some meats uh some meat treats he's we've been giving him fruit a lot but like boy needs protein he do need that protein and he do love that protein we're gonna use all our rations on pets you know it's fine. Uh, i have good berry i know i'm just <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna give them all the people food <laughs> There were these two uh, muscle builders who went to the afterlife, um, and one of them was like, bro, I could use a protein shake. And the other guy's like, bro, don't you know there's no way in hell? 
Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Alright, everybody, so that was uh, Tomb of Annihilation. We will not be playing this game anymore. Can I, can I give the DM inspiration? <laughs> you can, but then they can use that against us. So you should. Good. Good. I hope we all die. <laughs> Rin, Rin, and uh, Baz, you are all still on the first 20 feet of this. Uh, Azaka standing next to you. Oh, Rindon's got a climbing speed, right? Yes. So she can get across. Is Azaka here? Azaka's here, right? Azaka's here. Um, Azaka she looks you, down at you. <laughs> you, um, you want to be my crocodile? Can I? Um, Do you want me to ride you? And she gives you that. I've got some noodly arms. She lifts you on. up, okay. <laughs> like arms out, lifts you up, brings you over, and puts you on her shoulders. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, and with uh, a great amount of confidence, walks across this uh, this space, and nothing happens. I would like to climb on the walls, please. You climb next to a black scaled wolf spider. Uh, both of you, you want to be on the same wall, different walls? Uh, same wall. Okay. Uh, at the far end of the first uh, part of the hallway is a ledge. Um, and uh, with Summerwise on your back, um, it's still pretty easy because he's a tiny creature. Um, Azaka uh, finds a little bit more difficulty climbing up onto the uh, next ledge. And though she does this as an advantage because, or uh, Baz, are you helping her climb? I can. Am I still on her back? <laughs> Tesh, Do you want to be? Tesh will assist. Okay, yeah. Um, she climbs up and you guys are at the next, uh, next part of this uh, next 20 foot stretch of hallway. And Baz, sitting on uh, Azaka's shoulders, you look down, see this 4x4 four four pattern. You look up, you see a 4x4 four four pattern on this wooden door. And you also spy in the bottom left-hand corner of this pattern. It, that symbol is glowing slightly. Huh. There's a 4x4 four four pattern on the floor. Mm -hmm. There's a 4x4 four four pattern on the ceiling. No, on the oh, door. On the door. Is it and the they, same pattern? They match. They match. And there is one rune in that pattern on the door that is glowing? Uh, yes, in the bottom left-hand corner. Also, you see on the ground amongst this uh, 4x4 pattern are two very charred corpses of goblins. Do we know... Could I roll an insight check to see why the one symbol is glowing? Go ahead. All right. Um, from your position, you can't see it. Okay. Uh, this, because you, that the ledge ahead of you just blocks that last row. All right. But Summerwise, uh, after having this pointed out, sees it and relays the message to you. Okay. Well, I'm asking this pseudo dragon to spot things for me, so it makes sense that I got a six with insight. Yeah, he's just relays that it, it's glowing. Um, Maybe it's a very special uh, symbol. You don't recognize it. It's just a few lines and, and squigglies. My God. I'm going to 
use a stick to poke the symbol that would correspond to the glowing one on the door. Okay. Um, you are on Azaka's back, unless you want to climb down. I will climb down from Azaka's back, thanking okay. very graciously <laughs> for the assistance. Uh, you walk over and poke the symbol, and nothing happens. No, no change. Um, you. Hmm. No change. You poking that uh, that symbol. I'm going to very carefully stick my foot out and just touch that symbol, then pull it back. Um. Very momentarily. Uh, when you touch it, uh, you didn't move too far forward. You can just barely see, once you got down, you can't see that bottom row. You just know which one it was, but you can see the next bottom row, uh, and you touch that, and the second one in illuminates and then goes out. Very and faint. And the bottom glowing. one illuminates again. Uh, you still can't see the bottom one. Oh, from your your vantage point. So from where I am, I can't see where to the go. bottom row. Yeah. But on Azaka's shoulders, you could see which one was illuminated. Oh, interesting. Um, Rin Rin, can you see everything from up there? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Call um, you out right when you put something in your mouth. Rin Rin, uh, yeah, Rin Rin and Hassan, you really have to like squint to tell. It's like the vision test where you have to see if something's 3D or not. Um, it's just a lot of it's a bit more of a pain to pick out the difference between which ones are glowing and not mm -hmm. yes what am i supposed to do what do you want to know um tell me which ones are glowing i'm gonna try to to step on each one be super careful okay i don't want to see you get hurt spider chittering Right. Um, Go for that one. <laughs> he's going to he's going to follow her directions as best yep. as he can. As you move from the first row to the second row to the third row, let's say it's the second one in again, and then the uh, fourth row, you have to like lunge over a bit because it's the fourth one over. Um, but as you step on each one, you get to the other side, and all four are lit up on the door. Right foot on blue. You did it. Uh, they, uh, from where you are now, you can't see the door anymore. So Rinrin has to to let you know that those four are illuminated. What do I see from where I am? You, there is a seven foot ledge in front of you. Um, and uh, being Going over up? here, yeah. So much much like the the first part of the hallway. It ends in a ledge. You have to climb up, and here's another ledge that you have to climb up. All right. There's um, a ledge here. I'm going to try and climb it. Go ahead and... Actually, don't. Uh, you, it's easy enough to climb without anything weighing you down. Uh, and you climb up, and there is a wooden door uh, about 10 feet in front of you. Uh, and you can tell that there are four things glowing. Four okay. symbols. Four, four symbols. symbols. Uh, the first, the second, the second, and the fourth from the uh, left. It, so I'm in front of the door that had the symbols on it. It's, yes. it's the door. It so is now the they door. can see me. Yeah. Well, they could see the whole time. 
the like the so it's just one long hallway that's really tall and by the time you get to the end the ceiling is much closer okay I, oh okay my mental image is is now is now caught up <laughs> right uh teshvail yes uh, you see baz cross and climb up to the other side I'll just follow Baz's footsteps. Okay. Um, and Azaka does the same. You are both able to climb up and you are on the final ledge with a wolf spider, giant wolf spider on the wall and a Rin Rin also on the wall. Now it's a little bit tighter. I wonder if food tastes different when he's like that. Hmm. You can that... ask him when he comes back out of it. It's true. Uh, cool. Baz is what would just you guys staring like? at him like, oh, fuck? Baz, you showed some uh, paternal instincts towards that small, flightless avian. Uh, there is a practice where I'm from where, when raising winged youth, uh, you try and either have a glove that looks like the head of the mother or you don don a costume of sorts in order to trick it into thinking that you are its caretaker. I found this and, well, I thought of you. And he will uh, give to Baz the Axebeak mask. Oh, that's really cute. Uh, Baz it's will like two feet big oh okay like large like a tribal very clearly like a tribal not, mask yeah. it's it's not a menagerie mask is what, yeah. is what you're saying all right baz just kind of looks at it and says no oh, thanks it's really thoughtful of you well He's of course sling it over his back you are all very important to me and i want to make sure that you get the most out of this journey Baz doesn't know what to take what to take away from that. There is a door in front of you. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Sorry, I just remember saying those exact words several times during Christmas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Hassan are the Doru now. <laughs> you guys are the Doru. I'm going to reach out and open the door. There is no handle on the door. I'm going to push the door. There, it does not budge. I'm going to lift it from the bottom. <laughs> and low, it does not budge. There's a montage of Baz trying to open the door in various ways. Oh, cheese mate. I was going to try and lift it try from the bottom. From the um, are you having some trouble? She did the same thing to you. Yes. <laughs> Can I help? What is it? It will not open. Is it stuck? Um, hmm. it, I, it might be. Uh, or there's some sort of trick to it. I'm gonna, like, poke the glowing runes on the door. Uh, which one do you poke? The bottom one. Okay. Um, I need the three people on the ledge. Um, you know what? I'm going to say this is everyone. 
uh, because the the two of you have uh, closed in as well, uh, the ones in the wall. I need y'all to make a Constitution saving throw. Con save. Poisoned effect. This is not a poisoned effect. And I said, "Fuck you." Uh, fifteen. Okay. Thirteen. Eighteen. Okay. <laughs> Fucking like less than ten. <laughs> Why are you rolling so bad? Uh, Do you have your mantle yet? Your plus no. three, or is it? That's at like level ten. No, it's like six. Oh well, I'm four. So also think about it. I'm Baby. rolling really poorly tonight. You guys are going to be playing in my game tomorrow. Um, a thunderous wave of energy bursts from the door. Um, Hassan. Uh, all of you except for Teshvale uh, dig in your feet and aren't pushed back however you take four points of uh, thunder damage uh, Teshvale you are flung backwards um, and land uh, back first on the, uh, the the puzzle cubes uh, below the, the puzzle on the, on below you on the save me lineup. Summerwise uh, Summerwise <laughs> grips onto you uh, oh, no. Like around around the neck with his uh, claws a little bit um, as you land, <laughs> slam on the on the ground. Uh, Sorry, how, how much damage do we take? Uh, everyone else takes four. Uh, Tesh, you take nine. Ooh, owie! That is a decent bit. And it's not so much that you slam on the ground; you kind of float. Uh, and it's the thunderous uh, burst that's the yeah. that's the real yeah. issue. And it pushes you back, and you land on the uh, puzzle floor. Um, it, but you don't land on the ones that you, you kind of land sprawled out. Um, so you're touching more than one cube uh, puzzle uh, piece at this time. Well, that's not good. Ash, um, are you okay? Falls backward. Kachunk. You land and uh, think to yourself, that's not good, uh, and squeeze your eyes, expecting something, and uh, nothing happens. Oh. Summerwise, clutching onto you, uh, sending to your mind the image of "I am the crocodile." Oh! <laughs> did it? Ta- did Summerwise take blast damage? Uh, no, because that would probably kill him. He is part would, of you. I would lay on hands, Summerwise, and then myself if that was the I'm case. Pretty sure Sula he has Dragon. seven HP. Okay, I'm not. It's the whole thing where, like, if he's part of you, he he shares damage with you or something like that. How does equipment on you? Uh, equipment has to be targeted. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say I, I rolled I rolled a save for Summerwise, and it was sixteen on the dice, so they would have only taken four. So I can still okay. like, give a little bit of a healy to Summerwise. Perfect. And then a healy that, to please. myself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't let anything happen to us. Uh, he's uh, feeling of great appreciation. Like, yes, please don't let anything happen to me. I'm special, like you said. You are the most special. I um, like if able to like telepath back. Like, not sure if Summerwise is able to hear, but he's just thinking, "I love you more than anyone else I've met today." Baz is going to peek over the ledge and be all like, is he dead? Teshvale lies on the, lays on the floor. 
sprawled out amongst all the uh, the puzzle. Uh, oh. Oh. Heal myself. He's gonna like look at, at the walls where he assumes that the flames are supposed to come out. He's all like, uh, you see like like nozzles where flames would spew. Yeah, and he scratches his head. Why didn't the trap a- activate? Maybe it's already fired. Passion gets back up. I mean, don't check, but I would say that that might be part of it. It's going to turn around, look back at the door, and say, Did that trap deactivate when we did the thing? Um, Hassan's going to slide down the wall, transform into himself again. Three out of the four runes were touched, correct? Maybe the previous divers activated all of the traps last one killed them there are no bodies on this ledge hmm. it seems to imply they got through okay what if you guys just go back into the other room I'll hit all the buttons and then we'll figure out which one it is a dumb idea but it would work and you'd well, be dead. Well, 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 let's think about this in terms of lizard and man. They had to cross a river, right? Well, what do you do once you cross the river? You gotta come back the way you went. I don't what know what you're talking that? about. I'm so confused. What do the symbols on the door look like? Um, they are, uh, Random lines, dots, and squiggles. Uh, you cannot discern a meaning from them, just that they match the, one, match the ones on the floor. Dig in your heels, everybody. He's gonna walk up, and he's gonna try and hit the fourth symbol, the one that, the, the last one that he hit, he would have touched with his foot. Sorry. So, just previously, you touched the bottom left one, right? And it's the the ones that are lit up are bottom left uh, on the next row. It's the second one in. On the third one, it's the second one in. And on the top row, it's the fourth one in. Right. So, so top he's right. Going, he's going to touch the top right one. Okay. Um, everyone make me a constitution saving throw. Not Tesh, because you're still below. 15. 14. Not higher than a 10. Um, okay. Got Uh, Hassan, you take... Oh, wait, I need to save for Azaka. Wait, Azaka, maybe you have more points in Constitution than I think you do. You do not. Um, Azaka and Hassan, you are flung uh, from up on this ledge and fall below. Um, and... When the two of you fall, you land on the puzzles uh, separately, and uh, the uh, fire nozzles unleash an inferno on you. Um, and I need you to make a deck saving throw. So we'll talk about that new character, right? <laughs> uh, Tesh, you are standing uh, right at the ledge, and just out of the reach of these fire nozzles as they spray down on the, the puzzle cube floor itself. I like 
in Draconic to Summerwise, you might get a treat yet. Um, and uh, sorry, what'd you roll for your deck saving throw? Not higher than a 10. Unfortunate, uh, as the jets blow down on you and you take uh, 22 fire damage. Cool. How much did I take from the shock blast? Five. Four. Four the first time, five the second time. The people up top, you took two. Cool. How you feeling there, bud? Um, I'd say I'm about 50%. Okay. Uh, uh, is going you, to... you, were, you were slow to roll out of the way uh, as these jets blew down on you, but you can roll back into position next to Teshvale out of their reach. Azaka does the same. Oh my god, are you okay? Hassan, I'm so sorry. His suit is burning. He's patting it out. He glares over to Baz. Stop touching buttons! So we better stop touching buttons. Baz scoots away from the door. And, like, looks down at the floor. Like, sorry. Sorry. Um, Azaka patting herself out as well. Huffs, because this is the first time a bit of actual damage she's taken in a while and she does not like it and she looks at tesh and she looks at herself and looks at summerwise why didn't it activate on you tesh i was a little bit farther back than the rest of you but when you fell you fell just where I fell. Is it because of our of 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 Summerwise? Summerwise is my crocodile. Isn't that right? I, and she she takes a moment, and thinks about it. So, you are man, and he is your crocodile. Yes. Like the legend was said. I will carry this creature to the ends of the earth and back, and I will do it gladly, Azaka. There was a theory. bug that flew, like, right in my face. I no, that works. Just... <laughs> Interesting theory. But why did the door trap work on him? I didn't open the door. He didn't press the door. Well, if you would all like, I can attempt to do this, me and Summerwise. Truly. Okay, but if you do, everyone else should move back to a different place. I so agree not? wholeheartedly. <laughs> yes. Rin Rin, you are very <laughs> sit down on the ledge. <laughs> you, sit, you sit like on the, on the edge and drop down below. Sander, yeah. I, could, I could be your... I could be your crocodile if you want. Wait, yeah, no, you could be my sides. Uh, just yelling it. Yeah, you're still up on the wall. He's on the ground. Do you need help coming up? You see him clamber, uh, look to Izaka. May I? Go ahead. Clambers up on top of her. She helps you onto his onto your back. Um, onto her back. Uh, so like man and crocodile. We try the door. We try the door. 
um, she will climb up onto the uh, the ledge that has the door um, and bending down will press the bottom left and the second one and kind of look up to you. I can only take you halfway. I could take you all the way. <laughs> click, click. Rin Rin and just then, like from the other side of the room just goes, cool. <laughs> Uh, and lo, the door swings open before you, um, and inside is a uh, vault. Uh, the floor of this dusty 40-foot-high, 20-foot-wide chamber is littered with dinosaur bones, uh, with webs stretching from wall to wall. Uh, in the center is a pillar that is coiled around with a narrow stone staircase, uh, also covered in dust. Um, Carved into the pillar are reliefs of a man carrying a crocodile going up the stairs. Uh, the re reliefs follow the stairs to the top of the pillar, on which sits a large, beautiful ceramic mug. And on, as the door swings open, you see two more goblin bodies. Um, you see one with its throat slit. Um, it like on the floor, and another one is leaned up against the wall, uh, its legs mangled, and it looks up at you. <gasps> like actively looks up, or is just like... It actively looks up at you. Ah! <laughs> uh, does anyone here speak Coblin? No. No. Uh, it, it croaks a few words at you um, in a scratchy voice. Um, and, uh, looks like it's on its dying leg. Can I get a wisdom save out of it? Yes. <laughs> uh, let me open up. What are you, uh, casting on it, my friend? Um, uh, totally dead. Uh, I'm pretty sure a two does not pass. Yeah, 12 necrotic. Um, looking at you in anguish, uh, its uh, mind is racked by necrotic energy. And its eyes roll back in, uh, as they decay in its head, um, and it dies there. Bass, uh, do you want to ride on my shoulders? Can I? So Sure. Baz is going to be Rin Rin's crocodile. So we have the Rin Rin and Baz crocodile, yeah, Rin Rin, Baz crocodile, Zaka and Hassan crocodile, and the Teshvale and Summerwise crocodile. Clearly mine's the best. Clearly yours is the best. Uh, like I said, inside this room, it is littered with dinosaur bones. Um, uh, Azaka and Hassan, you walked into the entrance when you told the dead this goblin, um, and you, looking at it, see a very um, uh, fine and uh, well-kept satchel uh, uh, on its person. Azaka, if you will. I'll point at the satchel. Okay. Uh, she bends down and just rips it off of the, the goblin. Um, this goblin also had a mask. Let's call it a... Uh, what did old Yaka have? Oh, this was a named NPC. This was a named NPC. Great. 
Oh, not not named enough that it said what mask it had. Let's call it a uh, Allosaurus. Ooh. Um, uh, Allosaurus mask, and it, in its hand, uh, it had a bloodied knife. Um, but uh, it had a bloodied knife and the satchel, and uh, Zaka looks at it, appraises it, and then hands it up to you. Um, and you can tell that there is definitely a, a magical vibe coming from this uh, satchel. Can I, from where I'm sitting, inspect the other goblin where the throat was slit? Is it yeah, like a? It's down face first, <clears throat> still wearing its mask. I'll ask because I gotta like flip it over. She kicks it over. <laughs> Can I match just... the knife to the throat slit? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think I've got. I think we might have gotten what we came for. Um, and you are. There is uh, at the top of this pillar a uh, ceramic jug, um, and like the uh, the quest item at the bottom of a dungeon, a shaft of light is shining down on it. Did you say it was? You said you said it was a ceramic jug, right? Yes. Okay, I think you said a mug earlier, and I was like, oh. oh, okay, nice. Hey, no, it is a ceramic jug with a J. Tashin Summerwise will go up to it. Okay. Okay, but don't touch it. You are the man, and he is your crocodile, and therefore do not trigger any of the traps. Oh, okay, good. The, the many, many traps. <laughs> Why would there be traps? I'm traveling with the greatest companion of all time. It's beautiful. Um... You uh, it's a at the top dragon with a stinger tail, Rin Rin. You have to understand. <laughs> uh, th these are pretty uh, high steps going up, uh, and you, you climb it as man and crocodile. And at top is this uh, jug. Uh, it is many stoppered, like the uh, it's got one big stopper on the top and several uh, lining it around the top as well. I'll pick it up. Okay. Uh, you pick up the jug and nothing happens. You have a ceramic jug um, and you are a spellcaster, right? I am a charisma caster. Good. You have spells. Yes. Okay. That's my, uh, that's my litmus test to decide whether or not someone can tell something is magical or not. And this is magical. Oh, most excellent. I'm just going to carry it back down with me. Um, you find uh, this is actually, you have a small creature, or tiny creature, so this is still pretty easy for you <laughs> to descend the staircase and uh, you arrive at the bottom. Summerwise, do you know what something like this is? Um, he says probably some superstitious doesn't say this gives you the idea of like some superstitious uh uh artifacts the chultons do like their uh gifts from their old god tesh will nod and just walk over and hand it to hassan here and then like almost like 
dejectedly hand him the ceramic jug and then he's gonna start looking through the dinosaur bones if he can find a chew toy for summer wise okay yeah um you can definitely find a chew toy is there any specific dinosaur you were looking for not inherently i am one seeing if there is a bone that like summer wise is like ooh yes want want to bite what bone uh there's probably one with like a little bit of gristle left on it yeah. maybe something had made a nest here and was was eating uh had picked up small dinosaur beast yeah. uh then doing cool. that and then it also just kind of doing a general scan to see if i see any signs of the prophecy here um the closest thing is crocodile uh and you don't think that has anything to do with your prophecy uh, that's fine um hassan would you like to make me any sort of arcana check or anyone who is trained in arcana how long how long does it take for Tesh to do this because while i'm doing this i'll try and do a good old 10 minute detect magic on the bag okay um it it was it i would say a total of probably like 10 minutes to get up there just because you have to like hoist yourself up um because there's still space like three feet apart so it's it's no easy task but not weighed down it's uh you, you were able to do it uh so you can detect magic and what does that do for you it will tell me what i Hold on. For duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura of uh, around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn what school, if any. Cool. Um... Not necessarily. What's uh, what's what's summoning in this world? Conjuration. Conjuration uh, on the jug, um, the bag. Um, I don't think there's necessarily a school of magic, um, but doing so, you, you look inside and it is uh, spacious. It is a bag of holding. Mm. It is a satchel of holding. I don't know what, what school of magic that would be. Uh, alteration <laughs> maybe transmutation transmutation maybe uh, something related to the astral plane it's whatever school of uh, magic banishment is abjuration uh, yeah it'd be abjuration then abjuration because that's all about putting things in places where they kind of don't belong but they just sort of hang out anyways put that thing back where it came from or so help me bum 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 why doesn't why doesn't it say like I'm reading the page too? It's like it doesn't say. This is no most magic items don't really say what they reveal under a detect magic spell, which annoys which me. Is, after like... which is great for the way that detect magic is worded. Yeah. Uh, anybody else have any magical items on them that uh, Mister uh, Hassan would notice? I like to think that Baz think has so. a magical person. Me. What do you have on you? My necklace. Oh yeah, you have your necklace. Um, I'm going to message Hassan what that uh, what school of magic that is. I can guess. Um, <laughs> during this entire time, you see like his eyes start doing the hypnotoad pattern. 
as he's scanning the room. Right. All hail. All hail the hypnotoad. Uh, I guessed right. You guessed quite right. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, I have a guess as well. Knights in the courtyard. Uh, you know, everyone can guess at everyone's secrets, but we will never. The, the true secrets were the friends we made along the way. Um, uh, Rinrin, you see Hassan stare at you, and an eyebrow quirks. She like she was like looking off into a corner, and then kind of like it was like just past him, and then she realized he was looking at her, and she's just like, "Wait, what happened? Did you say something to me?" Like in her eyes, she's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Baz is on her back, and he just kind of looks down at her and up at him, and down at her again. Baz, can you move your ankle? You're 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 hurting my stomach. Oh, sorry. Um, where, where should I? Hmm. And she like hoists up his legs higher, so he's like cross-legged. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like he's kind of a gangly fella, so now he's just kind of like a spindly spider <laughs> person on her back. Hassan looks up at Baz, and there's the look of murder, the look he's accustomed to. <laughs> Bass gives him a shrug like what did I do just make sure you don't touch my boobs okay <laughs> let's go and all. no you falls. still have to hold on to me just hold my shoulders ah! <laughs> right. shenanigans yeah. shenanigans and, ensue when, when Tesh comes back does the jar give off anything yeah that I was given you the jar conjuration before. yeah I, I gave you the jar before I started looking for yeah. shit Hmm. Uh, yeah, conjuration on that. Um, if you want, you can give it an arcana check on it. Natural 20. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, it is an alchemy jug. Uh, I thought you so. can use it to create mayonnaise. liquids. You we can never... use it to create God, mayonnaise. No, fuck off. <laughs> two, not liquid. two gallons of mayonnaise. No, it's not liquid. Sure it is. No. But this could come in very useful. <laughs> I disagree. This is I... useful because we don't need to set up a rain catcher anymore. We can make water. We can just have mayonnaise whenever we want. Think of there all the is, sandwiches. There is a wicked smile from Hassan. Well, you seem awfully pleased with yourself. There is going to be so much mayonnaise, Tesh. Summer wise, do you like mayonnaise? Uh, he has the idea of what, what, what is mayonnaise? <laughs> it's basically just whipped eggs and cream. Interesting. He finds oh my this... god, mayonnaise is actually on the list. Yes! yes! Oh yeah. my god. Oh! No, I wasn't being a jokester! It's literally on the list for Holy like shit. no reason. <laughs> no! I'm getting, I'm getting thumb in rice again. To measure the water, you put your thumb in rice, it goes up to your first knuckle, that's enough water. Knights in the courtyard. Now. Um, so, uh, you are looking at this jug, um, and while you are uh, hilarity ensuing with uh, Baz on Redman's back, uh, you hear the sound of gunshots outside. Gunshots and yelling. Well, that sounds rather important. You should probably look towards it. And Tash will just immediately start going. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Azaka, I, I, I don't think Hassan got off of Azaka's... Mm -mm. <laughs> she, she just, like, sat down on the ground while you were 
looking at detect magic, she shoots up with you on her back and heads out the uh, the door that you guys came in. Uh, and I'm assuming Baz and Rin Rin do similarly. And as you travel back through the traps that you went through, none of them uh, activate, not even the pit trap, as you emulate uh, man and crocodile. Um, and as you depart uh, the statue of man and crocodile into the sun, um, into the blinding sunlight for Baz. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, on the shoreline, uh, there are two guards with their, their guns pointed up at the hill where they had been constructing something. Uh, and a few of the tribal warriors uh, are dragging one of their, their uh, other tribal warriors away who has an arrow uh, into his chest. And another one is dragging away one of the other guards who is trying to point his gun up, but he too has an arrow uh, in him. Um, and right at the entrance, Undril is in melee combat with a six-foot man. Um, and you'd think, oh, just a man. But as you burst out into the sunlight, uh, this man has the head of a poisonous snake. And he chomps down on Undril. Uh, and uh, that is where we'll leave off for tonight. Yes. God, I'm excited for next week. Thank you, Tyler, for running such a wonderful game. This is going to be a good one. Hey, Tyler, speaking of good ones, where can we find you? What do you do? Hi, my name's Tyler. You can find me at Frothy Inferno on Twitter, where I sometimes uh, tweet about stuff or don't. Otherwise, you can find me here on Sundays or maybe some other times on different uh, shows. Hey everybody, I'm RJ here on the channel, but you can catch me at RJ2 on Twitter and Twitch where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life, and I'm going to be streaming now that I have my Switch set up to my computer. Hey! Um, you can catch me here tomorrow in our home campaign as Albergine Ostafor, a warlock barbarian, as we head to Galay to find the boy. And you can also catch me on Thursday at G Game Nights uh, channel where we're playing uh, a system called The Good Place. It is a Jane Austen inspired TTG RPG. Um, we're playing a game called, uh, fuck, what was it? Elegant Suffering, which is what it's titled. I It's our session zero, so we're gonna hammer out some things, but hopefully, hopefully I get that good good. Hi, I'm LB Hackamup. You can find me at LB Hackamup on Twitter, where I need to update my schedule because it's not current. Um, I will be playing next tomorrow on this channel as Gwen, the Halfling Barbarian Fighter. On Wednesday, I'll be on Nerd Immersion's channel doing uh, Rod of Seven Parts as Siren, the Tiefling uh, Fighter Rogue. And then on Thursday, Lauren and I will be streaming uh, more horror Oh boy, is it fun. Uh, if you want if you want a trip, uh, watch the first 15 minutes of the last stream we did because, oh boy, do you see how much of a baby I am. Uh, <laughs> and then on uh, Sunday, I'll be playing on G Game Night's channel for um, Monster of the Week. Uh, and then back here, um, yeah, DanaeKeener.com. And speaking of DanaeKeener.com, you can find me at DanaeKeener.com. Oh yeah, I'm Danae Keener. Uh, I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D &D and a lot of things on this channel. 
Um, you can also find me here on Mondays playing as Coriander the Elegant Paladin during our home game, or on Sundays playing as Baz the Drow Rogue during Tomb of Annihilation. DanaeKeeter.com. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this Monday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, maybe you want to check out youtube.com slash indoor adventures where you can gain access to all of our after or uh, every one of our VODs. So all of the games that we've ever played since we started streaming on this channel, even on the channel where, uh, or even when back before we had a layout for streaming, I'm pretty sure that game is also listed. Um, so go and, and check it out. I, I think it's still a fun time, even though our production value was significantly less than what it was at the time. Um, other than that, we are going to be going into our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you have any questions that you want to ask all of us, uh, or you're curious about the questions that we ask each other, consider going to patreon.com slash indoor adventures. Uh, it's a good time. Those podcasts are being made available for free, but right now we are going to be heading there. So once again, I would like to say thank you to Tyler for running this game. Thank you to these players for agreeing to put up with our bullshit this week, and we'll see you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.